Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, I'm Josh Hallerman. You are listening to Just Films and That. We have got another new release special for you with another little mini episode. Aren't you lucky? Um, this is the second one we've done after Doctor Strange. Um, I, it's not always going to be an MCU film. We're not an MCU podcast. I did want to do Elvis. I wanted to do Top Gun. I wanted to do everything everywhere all at once, but I, I didn't get a chance to get to the cinema because of various boring reasons. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. As with Doctor Strange, there will be spoilers in this for the film and potentially other MCU projects as well. Um, if you've not seen the film, I'd suggest you probably see it before you uh, listen to this because it is a review after all. So a little bit about the plot. Well, following on from Avengers Endgame, Thor is travelling around the universe with the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's doing a little bit of soul searching and trying to find his purpose and find his way in the world, trying to find what it is he feels he should do next. At the same time, you've got Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman, who is Thor's love interest from the f first two films. Uh, she's been diagnosed with stage four cancer and she's Searching for a cure, uh, she feels herself drawn to the pieces of Thor's old hammer Mjolnir, which is kept in New Asgard. When she gets to it and touches it, this actually reforms the hammer and turns it into a lady version of Thor with all the same powers, but it might not necessarily be the best treatment for her illness. Then in the background, we've got Christian Bale's villain, who is Gore, the God Butcher. He was jilted by his own planet's gods, and he seeks revenge on all gods with the help of the mysterious and corrupting Necro Sword, which seems to be infecting him with evil and has chosen him for its own nefarious purposes that's that's pretty much all i'm going to tell you about the plot um so let's get stuck in then what what did i like about it well overall i really really enjoyed it i had a great time with this um i've seen a few lukewarm responses to be honest and i, and I have to say I, you know each to their own everyone's got their own opinion but i don't really understand why what you wouldn't enjoy about this film. I mean, first of all, it looks amazing. There's some great shots in this which look like the front cover or a panel of a comic book. It feels very comic booky. There's some scenes you'll have seen in the in the uh, in the trailer where um you know they they this, they're going around different planets where Gores killed different gods and they see like a big dragon god which is like the size of like a massive building or something. It looks very epic. It feels very epic and it looks really, really good. It plays with colour really well as well. You've got some really colourful scenes, um, you know, where the costumes are, are basically neon. And then in one scene, you get a really contrasting scene, which you do see a little bit of in the trailer, where we have a big action set piece, which is set in the Shadow Realm, which is where Gore is. And it's just, it's one of the most visually stunning scenes I can remember seeing it on the big screen, you know, in a comic book movie. Um, it looks amazing the way it plays with colour. I mean, the cast as well looked pretty amazing. You know, Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman must have spent the last couple of years just living and sleeping in the gym because they are jacked in this. I mean, 
We are used to seeing a pretty buff, handsome Chris Hemsworth, but fair play to Natalie Portman because she is jacked in this and she is every bit his equal, to be honest, in, in my opinion. Um, one of the things I did enjoy, uh, back to the Shadow Realm scene, was the fact that the gore can summon these sort of shadow creatures. And it just adds to the visual spectacle because it's, it feels very um, Jason and the Argonauts. It feels very stop motion. It feels very Ray Harryhausen. And it's not something I think we've we've seen before in, in a comic book film. And I think it looks amazing. That then brings me on to Gore himself, who looks fantastic. Um, he is one of the best, for me, one of the best, or already one of the best MCU villains. I mean, they use him quite sparingly, but when he is in it, he chews the hell out of every scene he's in. I mean, you've not, this is Christian Bale, like you've never seen him before. You know, he's made his name with these sort of big dramas and stuff where he's usually playing real people and he's fat and he's thin and he's buff and he's fat and he's, you know, and all that. But he is loving it in this scene. He is absolutely chewing the hell out of the scenery. And he's, I think he's, I think he's brilliant. And he's, I mean, I think he's one of the finest actors we've got working today, but he's brilliant in this. He's really, really great. Um, and it's funny, actually, because it got me thinking, because I remember, obviously, I've probably mentioned on the pop before, I'm a huge Batman fan, I'm a huge Dark Knight trilogy fan and all that. And, and I remember when they were making The Dark Knight and the Joker wasn't cast yet, there was all sorts of talk about who should play the Joker and this and that. And I remember reading a forum um, that said something like, why don't they just cast Christian Bale as the Joker and have him play the Joker and Batman? And I think the guy was joking, but I mean, <laughs> if this is anything to go by, he'd have actually smashed it out of the park because he's brilliant. I mean, he's so wonderfully creepy and the way he looks, you know, he's got these, he's got this pure white costume and pure white face and then his He's got yellow eyes and black teeth. He, he looks like, you know, if you were to draw a villain, almost it's, this is this is like what you would think of. Um, so yeah, he's brilliant. The visuals are brilliant. So so we've covered that. Now let's let's get on to some elements of the script and the plot in general. I think this this film does some really interesting things in its use of themes around things like loss and searching for a purpose and that sort of thing. The film very much in its dialogue has that Taika Waititi shtick around, you know, the way his characters talk and stuff. And the whimsy and the likability he brings to stuff is, is is very much welcome in this film, but I will come back to that a little bit. The, 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 there are a few people I've seen that say that this film sacrifices substance for comedy. And I, I have to say, I, I disagree. I would say that in the first half hour, there's a little bit of, you know, Cork talking the way he talks and Thor's a big dumb idiot. And they overdo it a little bit with the self-referential stuff. You know, obviously what they've done is gone. This is an absolutely ridiculous idea for a character. So what we'll do is we'll own it and we'll embrace it and we'll poke fun at it. And that's fine. And that wor works really well. But they do, they're overrated they're putting a little bit. But... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For me, to get the balance right after the first half an hour when the plot really kicks in and then the balance shifts and I, and I think that um, I think it's it's great. So they, they use genre really well in the film as well. There's, there's a lot of stuff in it that's epic sci-fi and comic book, which we'd come to expect, but there's some really interesting use of horror in there as well, just to come back to gore in the way, in the way that he, he moves his powers and that sort of thing. It is quite scary in places, to be honest. If you've got, you know, kids, I'd say under sort of 10, they, they might find it quite quite scary in places but that just added for me as to how much i enjoyed gore as a villain one of the themes i really enjoyed that they brought into it was this whole idea of inanimate objects almost being characters in the film so there's a lot in it about thor having a relationship with mjolnir and having a relationship with stormbreaker and then you've got the necro sword as well and that whole idea really brought a fresh dimension to the character that idea that thor you know, talks to his weapons and depending on how good their relationship, it depends on how well they work together and all that sort of thing. I thought it was really good. Um, there's some really excellent use of representation in this film as well. I know in the lead up to the film, there was some stuff where they came out and said this film's going to explore particularly Valkyrie's sexuality. And they do do that. And, and it's done really well, I think. It's just, it's quite subtle. They just show it you. They don't need to tell you. So there's, there's a scene in particular with when it comes to representation where they go to a planet which is home of all the sort of top gods, different cultures, gods and stuff. And when it's this amazingly visual scene again, but when you see it, there's all different cultures represented in this scene, all different cultures, gods, alien gods, gods of religions that we know, god of cultures that we know, and that sort of thing. And it's an obvious nod to different cultures of the world. And it's an obvious sort of thing of representation, which I don't, you know, I say it's obvious that like that's a bad thing. I, I think this is how you do representation for me. You know, you don't need to pat yourself on the back and shine a light on it and go, look, I'm, I'm representing different cultures and different things. Aren't I brilliant? Because there's a cynical side of me that says that you're doing that for your own gratification. You're doing that to make yourself look better. You know, if you just do what this film does and just show me, you know, it normalizes it. And I think that's what we need to do. And, and I enjoyed it all the more for that. I, re I loved it, I did. Okay, so let's move on to talking about things that I perhaps didn't like about the film. And I have to say, you know, that there isn't much. Um, one thing I did take issue with, and this might just be personal taste, and this is a spoiler, so if you're still listening, stop listening now. But at the end, Gore sort of redeems himself um, and I'm I'm a bit done with the whole villain redeeming themselves at the end plot line. I think it's okay to keep our villains villainous, you know? I, I brought this up with my other half on the drive home, and she said, well, what, what she took from it was that the sword was corrupting Gore and making him evil. And that is hinted at, but 
I don't think it's obvious enough. I think we need to see more because Gore has clear motivation for doing what he's doing as well as the fact that the sword is evil. So perhaps the lines are a little bit blurred between how evil he is and how evil the sword is. Um, or maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't know. But I am a little bit done with the whole villain redeeming themselves coming good at the end. Other than that, as I've already touched on, there's probably a little bit too much of the whimsical Watiti shtick in the dialogue in the first half hour. Um, but they do, they, they pull it back a little bit for me after the first half an hour. Um, there's some pacing issues as well. I feel like, um, the, 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 the sort of what feels like two climactic battles split in half by 10 minutes back on, but on earth at the end. So it feels like they sort of have a battle, go back to earth for 10 minutes and then another battle where Thor's on his own. And it's a bit, it's like they go back to earth for 10 minutes just to up the stakes a little bit. So there's a little bit jarring, but you know, overall, I have to say, I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's got some great visual spectacle. It's got some fresh ideas with the world building. And do you know what? It was just two hours of fun. I'd, I'd really enjoy it and can't wait to see it again when it comes out. And um, yeah, check it out. Plus, if you like Guns N' Roses, then this is definitely film for you because they must have made a hell of money, a lot of money on the royalties from this. But uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. And as with anything, get out and see it and make up your own mind because it's probably worth checking out. Uh, anyway, we'll be back with another episode when there's another release to talk about. Other than that, we'll be have our regular, regular episodes every Tuesday. Thank you very much for listening and it's goodbye from me. Cheerio! This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.